This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Welcome, global leaders, to the Global Reach Leadership Forum with Navy veteran, ecclesial leader, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Pat. Presenting you with critical leadership perspectives from the minds of former military leaders, now transforming the face of American business as successful entrepreneurs. Get ready to listen, learn, to lead, and now to enhance your leadership influence on the Global Reach Leadership Forum. Here's your host, Dr. Pat. Hello and welcome to the Global Reach Leadership Forum. I'm your host, Dr. Pat. And today we're talking about perseverance. Now, perseverance has other synonyms like probably tenacity. And before our guest comes, I'd like to give you my take on what perseverance is. Now, the quality of an organizational leader is usually also referred to as persistence. Now, persistence to accomplish a task, persistence to derive a problem, but persistence to either resolve a situation or come to a resolution, and persistence to ensure delivery of results within constrained timelines. This persistence is, in essence, perseverance. Sometimes it is the audacity to look at an adversity in the eyes and say, no, no, not today or ever again. It is the drive to overcome obstacles amid uncertainties or naysayers. The extra push to prove no is not usually an acceptable answer. And the quest to find just a right fit or resolution to a long standing problem. Now, these are perceptive definitions of perseverance. But what are you going to do about it now that you understand what perseverance is? Okay. What perseverance looks like to you may be different from what it looks like to me. However, given a perspective, I would say, see yourself walking into an organization, such as the transitional care facility for the elderly previously mentioned. And it's a Monday, a Monday morning, and you're finding out that one of your most valued clients has decided to terminate a contract. This termination is due to a breach of contract that one of your team members initiated. As a leader, you are baffled by the outcome because you did not get a chance to influence the decision-making of the client before the termination process occurred. So you began to ask questions within your organization. Why did this happen? What was the breach? Who did what? When did it occur? 
who was informed that there was a potential risk of breach of contract? How does a long-term client just terminate a contract because of a breach and you're just finding out about it? We're talking about peeling back the onion. Back through the layers to find out whether the decision to terminate was an oversight decision or it is a result of a cascading effect to a more significant problem is critical. So for you, identifying the problem, taking appropriate accountability actions, and rectifying processes and protocol to ensure a similar occurrence does not happen takes perseverance. More perseverant as the leader can ultimately win back the client's confidence, trust, and relationship to reinstate the contract under amicable terms. That, my friend, is a classic example of what perseverance looks like from an organizational leadership perspective. And I encourage you to find ways and means to excel in what you do as a leader so that you can persevere through trying and challenging times, no matter what that might be or what that might look like. Because without perseverance, it is harder, it is tougher, and more often than not, you will quit before you even get started. And so before our guest comes, we'll like to take a break for Capitalism, a commercial. All right, today we are excited to have with us uh, a very good friend of mine, uh, retired Rear Admiral, and um, he is a very, very, very great, great person to talk to. Uh, Paul Paul Becker is a senior executive with a unique combination of business, military, geospatial, cyber, and leadership experience. As a CEO of the Becker T3 Group Consultancy, he leverages an outstanding network of U.S. and international security leaders to provide clients with an understanding of national security trends and activities. He successfully developed and implemented all source intelligence strategies for large, diverse international teams. And in 2016-2017, Paul led the Presidential Transitions Intelligence Community Landing Team, which provided policy input, strategic guidance, and operational counsel to a new administration. Uh, he also was a principal intelligence advisor to the chairman who provided direct advice to the president and also international security assistance force joint command in Afghanistan, as well as he was a commanding officer of the Department of Defense's largest joint intelligence operations center at U.S. Central Command, and also an assistant naval attache to France. Now, Paul has successfully managed multi-million dollar budgets, led large high-performance teams through critical startups, organizational restructuring and growth, and he's on several boards of advisors and, and, and also a, a member. And uh, he, he's earned a master's in public administration from the Harvard Kennedy School of Government and a bachelor's of science from the Naval Academy. He's a dynamic speaker and author. And he was also recognized by the Naval Intelligence Community uh, for, in 2016 by establishing the Teamwork Tone Tenacity Leadership Award in his honor. 
I am so honored to have you with us, my good friend. Welcome to the Global Reach Leadership Forum, uh, Paul Becker. How's everything going? Thank you, Patrick. The honor's mine. <laughs> I'm a fan of your broadcast, and uh, yes. I know you're a person of integrity, so this was an easy yes uh, when <laughs> you asked to join. Thank you so much. What an honor to hear that. Uh, indeed. You know, you have been such an inspiration in several ways because of the things that I've heard from you. I've heard you speak. I've heard you do such great things. And one of the topics that we do on today is on perseverance. And I think perseverance is very fitting for leadership because some people underappreciate, especially those in the military service or prior military uh, leaders, are underappreciated for what they do in their service when it comes to perseverance. So I want us to start, you know, we're having a conversation here on perseverance and I want us to start by asking you, Paul, what, what is your definition of perseverance and, and how did you practice that or demonstrate that in the military as a leader? Good. Pat, perseverance is a good word, uh, but with your permission, I'll use a synonym, okay. tenacity. And to me, tenacity just carries perseverance a step further with some extra toughness and more endurance. But back to your question about what's the definition uh, of perseverance. And uh, it's the continued effort to achieve something despite difficulties, Mm. right? It's more than endurance, right? You, You just don't hang in there. There's a purpose at the end of perseverance or tenacity. Right. Uh, But I've heard perseverance applied, you know, to everything from uh, young school children, right, learning their lessons to sports teams, you know, bouncing back from an injury or or playing while hurt. Uh, But the stakes are often higher in the military. And that's why I, I thought of a word that would fit our situation better when I was in uniform. And tenacity just seems to catch it. It's an enduring state of failing failing to accept failure, right? Overcoming any obstacle. And the way to do that is with an end state in mind. Uh, And I'd also say that uh, tenacity by itself, right? It doesn't get you to where you want to go. It's a pillar Mm-hmm. Right of leadership, when you combine it with a couple of other factors like teamwork, right? Uh, so your efforts combined with others, and tone, right? Do people understand the atmosphere, and do they have a culture where they want to support each other and they trust and are loyal to each other? Mm-hmm. That's uh, the true benefit of perseverance or tenacity Tenacity. when it's combined with another couple of factors like tone and teamwork. Teamwork. Wow, that's so powerful. I'm so glad you you brought those tenets in as well because they are very, very well associated together. And and, uh, as we are talking about tenacity, teamwork, and tone, I'm compelled to really think about whether there's a difference in the private sector and in the military when it comes to this tenacity? Is there really a difference? And if so, what are the subtle differences if there are any? Yeah, the principles are the same. I think uh, my experience is that 
military leaders who exercised tenacity in uniform also exercise it in a business suit, right? Whether you're in the battlefield or the boardroom, right? Tenacity applies. Yes. Now the stakes may be higher uh, in uniform, right? You're talking about uh, dealing with explosives or fast moving jets or, or operating in dangerous environments, even when the enemy is not shooting at you, mm -hmm. right? If you're in a submarine or, or you're a parachutist or you're training uh, you know, with the live fire weapons, it's a dangerous profession, right? So uh, there are different types of tenacity, right? We talked about achieving a goal, you know, and it could be a physical goal, right? Capture that, you know, hill. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are also in the business sector, financial goals, mm -hmm. performance goals on the academic side of things, right? There are intellectual goals, right? In your personal life, there may be emotional goals and you just can't turn it on and off like that. You need to be tenacious, yes. right? You need to keep trying with a purpose, mm -hmm. right? To achieve them along the way. So the principles learned in uniform apply to the private sector, right? But instead of achieving combat readiness through tenacity, right? The corporate equivalents are performance and productivity yes. and profit. Profit, yes. It's the bottom line. That's right. So I speak uh, to clients and audiences uh, about that. Yes. Wow, that's great. Performance, productivity, and profits. Uh, the three P's. I, I I love that because I I have a um a program that I call uh, P three the P three paradigm. People, processes, and performance. And so you, you hit it right on the head. <laughs> that 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 is so intriguing. I'm so glad you mentioned that. But you know, when it comes to leading in you know in terms of tenacity. Uh, one of the things that comes to mind is how we encourage our team or, or our people or our leaders to to persevere, to 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 push on. So, do you, you know, how did you encourage your team to persevere? And if they did that, how did you reward it to keep on making sure that they they do that? Yeah, uh, several ways. The first, don't be afraid to take a risk. Mm. Right. Now, not a crazy risk, you know, but when you've mitigated, you know, some of uh, the uh, most dangerous factors, step out there, give it a try, right? As Thomas Edison said, I've never failed, but I've often found 10,000 ways that didn't work, yes. right? <laughs> so that's tenacity, that's yes. perseverance. So you need to have an atmosphere where you encourage people to try it. And more often than not, they will fail. Mm -hmm. So as a leader, here's something I learned along the way. I once failed an at-sea examination where our team was uh, in an exercise on board a ship in a war game. Okay. And... Uh, the evaluator was very clear in a room full of senior officers that we didn't meet uh, the objective. It was very embarrassing uh, for me, uh, potentially a career ender, I thought at the time. After everyone left the room and they avoided talking to me, 
right? you know, who was just hammered by the evaluator, my boss came up to me, put his arm around my shoulder and said, hey, Paul, I thought you did fine. Now, there's some things you need to work on, but I'm confident you'll improve. That was it. That's awesome. And the lesson there, Pat, was that even though I failed, my boss didn't make me feel like a failure. Wow. And it's a tremendous difference by adding three letters, right, to that tone uh, yes. that he inspired me. Now, there's a guy I wanted to work harder for. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's one way is, is through uh, risking. But if someone fails, don't make them feel like a failure. Another way is to build a network. Mm. It's very difficult to succeed on your own. Okay. Right? Uh, you may need to turn to others for help. Mm -hmm. Right. Many times we shy away from that. Yes. Uh, but in business or in uniform, it's about the team more often than not. Yes. So you can ask people, how did you do this? How do you do this? And don't be afraid to ask someone who's much younger than you. Right Now that I'm in my 50s, with a wealth of experience behind me, there's still a lot I don't know, particularly with new emerging technologies. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to be tenacious in asking for help from your network. Mm -hmm. And that could be from junior people. Right. They can reverse mentor you. Yes. Right. You yes. know, uh, there's plenty I learn um, every day, you know, from members of my network, you know, that are younger, but have a different skill set mm -hmm. and experience. So I'm tenacious, you know, about improvement. And I often get it from many directions. Wow. That is so powerful. Thank you so much. That that is nuggets of gold. That if if our listeners are are listening, they better come back to this recording and get all these nuggets of gold because it's powerful stuff that you just shared with us. You, you know, so as you as you talk about that, I'm quite sure that you probably have one big example of uh, tenacity that you probably picked up when you were in active duty and you probably practice that now in your in your uh, private practice. Is there any one big one that sticks to mind or any one that you, you can uh, remind us about? There's no one, but okay. on my website, yes, uh, I have a blog and in my social media postings, which you're very kind to comment on often, Patrick. <laughs> yes. Uh, I try to highlight near daily examples of tenacity okay. combined with teamwork and tone, right? Together, they form a triangle of performance and success. Okay. It's not always an equilateral triangle. There's sometimes the tenacity piece has to be longer, mm. right? Than the teamwork and the tone. But I like the many short examples because they're bite-sized, they're memorable, they're actionable. And this is another tool I use to encourage tenacity and perseverance in my units by bringing in everyday examples of people or events that highlight the, the value of tenacity. Mm -hmm. For example, mm -hmm. right, where two or so months in uh, to this new year of 2021. Yes. Uh, here's a quick list of people who I've highlighted in my blog on my website and on my social media uh, postings 
that are exemplars of teamwork, tone, tenacity. Harriet Tubman, mm. Sam Houston, Iditarod Dog Racers, Rocky Blyer, Casimir Pulaski, Scotty from Star Trek, wow. who was a Canadian soldier who was shot and wounded seven times on the first wave of D-Day invasion, but he wow. came back. Helen Keller. Yes. The Australian conservationist Steve Irwin. Crikey, right? Yes. Butch O'Hare, Navy pilot, the namesake of the Chicago airport. Mm -hmm. The U.S. Olympic hockey team of 1980, Miracle on Ice. Marines raising the flag on Iwo Jima. Mm. Captain James Cook, the explorer. Gene Hackman, Wayne Gretzky, astronaut Jim Lovell of Apollo 13 fame. Cal Ripken, Alexander Hamilton. Uh, and each one of these, I condense it down to a short paragraph or two and highlight what were they famous for? Yeah, but more importantly, how mm -hmm. did they achieve it? And it was through teamwork tone. And each one of them has a unique tenacity story. We all have a unique tenacity story. Yes. When I was the intel officer for the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the Pentagon in 2015. Mm -hmm. I was diagnosed with stage four bone marrow cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, I was stunned. I was otherwise completely healthy, right? The most yes. uh, doctor visits I ever made, you know, were for annual flu shots. Yes. Right? I thought aspirin and Tylenol could cure everything, right? Uh, <laughs> I never heard of what I was diagnosed with, multiple myeloma or bone marrow cancer. Uh, I asked how far along was it? And I, I had a naivete here. And they said, uh, it's at stage four. And I thought to myself, oh, we've got this licked because I've still got six stages to stage 10, right? <laughs> and the doctors informed me, no, uh, there is no stage five. I thought to myself, who came up with this crazy system? In America, everything goes to 10, right? From yes, David right. Letterman's list to Bo Derrick's looks, right? You know, yes. we measure things on 10, not yes. five, four. Uh, yeah. So I spent most of that year in Walter Reed Hospital. Uh, and I had a total of six different surgeries or procedures, chemotherapy, physical surgery, a stem cell transplant. Wow. Uh, Pat, I was really on the ropes. The outcome was uncertain on several occasions. And I thought about tenacity, mm. right? And I knew what I wanted to achieve first and foremost. I stayed focused on that, yes. which was surviving, yes. right? Nothing more mm. at that point, right? In the back of my mind, I had some other thoughts, but step one, survival. But I couldn't do it on my own. So I needed a team of medical professionals, of family, of faith-based friends who were praying for me, mm -hmm. right? And then I needed my own tone, right? For leaders, no one, you know, uh, no one can motivate you, the leader. You may be inspired by other people, but you have to generate your own morale. True. Right. There were some long periods of time when I was alone in a hospital and uh, not knowing what came next. And the thought of losing 
was unacceptable to me, mm -hmm. right? It was unacceptable in combat where I served in the Middle East for eight out of 11 years after 9-11. Yes. And it was unacceptable for me in that hospital room. That's right. So that was tenacity. Uh, but I needed the other two pieces of the triangle. It needed to be a full shape. Yes. But there's an example where tenacity was uh, a lot longer leg. It was the long hypotenuse leg yes. on that triangle compared yes. to teamwork and tone. Oh, my goodness. That is such a powerful example. Thank you for sharing that. And we are so glad that you are whole and strong now. And it's a lesson for us all. It's a lesson for us all to know that it takes, it takes you know, the whole triangle to make it happen. You know, you lay there hoping for the best and indeed you you pull through it. And we, we thank our, our God for that. That is, that is such a great thing. You know, but some people might take this tenacity for granted, you know, and, and we want to understand what are some pitfalls that if we're not careful in business as a business leader, you're going to run into if, if you're not cautious. So can you tell us if, if any, what pitfalls should be aware of if we don't keep up with tenacity or perseverance as, as we're talking about here? Yeah. It, well, tenacity by itself, if it's not channeled in the right direction, mm -hmm you'll burn a lot of effort and perhaps resources okay. uh, chasing the wrong target. Yes. So you need to get the big ideas right. I learned that from one of the, the generals that I worked for along okay. the way. It was General Petraeus. Oh, uh, great. I worked for him twice, uh, okay. both uh, in the Central Command Headquarters in Florida and in uh, our International Security Assistance Force in Afghanistan. And uh, I'll never forget, you know, that as a strategic leader, mm. and that could be on the scale of armies or just a small business, right? You have to think strategically to help your business uh, achieve its goals. That's right. But it starts with getting the big ideas right. And then if you apply the tenacity to mm. it, right, that's where success is waiting. Uh, when you think you've exhausted all your possibilities, right, and, and not making progress, uh, you're probably wrong, right? Okay. You probably haven't exhausted all your possibilities. And that's where a good network, you know, comes in no. uh, of uh, looking for ideas from like-minded people. Wow. That is that is such a such such a powerful thing. And speaking of network, you know, um, we have learned uh, from the statistics from the Department of Labor about the fact that is about fifty percent of businesses tend to fail in their first five years, and that's probably because of this network you're talking about. They probably don't build the the strategic plans or or strategies or network they need to be able to sustain themselves past the five years. Um, as a as a leader, what do you think? Uh, what do you think they need to do? Because I think with perseverance, they probably need the other two. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that? Any insights on what uh, business leaders need to do to excel past the five years, including tenacity? Yeah, there's there's a real business uh, aspect to that question, Patrick. Honestly, yeah. you know, not in uh, my sweet spot. Right. I don't focus as much on marketing, adaption and cash flow. Okay. Uh, but but once leaders have that initial success, uh, once small businesses, once teams do that. Yes. Uh, I work with them. Right. To, to 
for organizational performance improvement. Uh, for example, my experience both uh, in uniform showing up in Kabul, Afghanistan in the summer of 2009, mm -hmm. and we created a whole new command, the yes. International Security Assistance Force Joint Command. We didn't have one. Okay. Uh, so I was, uh, uh, I was allowed to get some people and we worked with engineers to construct a workspace. Uh, this is all while plenty of people are shooting at us, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but you know, the outcome of that conflict was in doubt at that time. So failure was not an option. That's right. Right. Just like uh, the ground control in Apollo 13, right? Yes. With three astronauts up in space. Failure is not an option. Okay. Yes. This is American national security. Yes. Uh, on the line. So back to your, your point about the small businesses, uh, I'll cite Edison uh, mm -hmm. once again, a real role model uh, for yes. me in, in this area, that most of life's failures are people who didn't realize how close they were to success when they gave up. True. The most certain way to succeed is to try one more time. Yeah, and that's tenacity. I like that. I like that. He hit it right on the head. Keep trying. And if you fail, try again. And if you fail, try again. Oh, that is so true. It could be try something different. Different. Right? It's yes. not trying the same, same thing. thing. That's yeah. insanity. <laughs> Edison, back to his, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that didn't work. Right. Every one of them was different. Was different. You know, until he found the right way. Yes, was different. That's so true. Uh, that, that that is that is so true. So in that case, then I I believe that those who are transitioning from the military need to take to heart what you just said about try new things if it doesn't work. And if you're a buddy entrepreneur, you probably want to learn from what uh, Paul is saying here because there's a lot to it. It's not going to be easy. There's nothing that is easy about starting a business or running a business, but I'm sure there, you know, there, there are some strategies that uh, we probably need to adapt if, if we need to persevere in times of adversity and you are no stranger to adversity, Paul. And uh, was there anything that you would want transitioning military leaders or body entrepreneurs to, to know about tenacity in times of adversity? What should they know to do? Uh, it's a common pitfall for transitioning officer or enlisted personnel mm -hmm. uh, that they think the jobs will come to them, mm. right? We, let's say you serve 20 years in the military. You may have moved you know, anywhere from five to 10 times along the way. You show up, the network is established, you just fit in and the work is there for you. Mm -hmm. But that's not how it worked when I went from being Navy Becker to Mr. Becker. That's right? right. That's right. Okay. So you need to lean in, as mm -hmm. Sheryl Sandberg's, you know, famous citation says. Uh, you need to be tenacious mm -hmm. in networking, uh, understanding what you want, understanding where those opportunities are. And if someone doesn't call you back, you call them back. If someone didn't respond to your email, you send them a reminder. Awesome. Uh, and you, you chase it, yes. right? Your job in initial transition is to find a job, mm -hmm. right? And you need to be tenacious to do that. 
And it may not be a 20 year job like you've just had, mm -hmm. but you need to be tenacious in getting your start. Uh, you don't want to wait too long. Okay. My experience is that uh, larger organizations in particular, they don't like hiring people who have been unemployed for a while. True. So if you want to work, right, be tenacious about networking, interviewing, pushing out your story and finding that right match. Yes. Wow. That's great. Push, push, push. Be tenacious about what you want if you want to work after you uh, transition. That is so true. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing that, Paul. I think as we are end, heading towards the end of our uh, of our talk here, I'm sure there's quite maybe one that might stick out to you, one leadership lesson on, on tenacity that uh, you might want us to learn about that you learn probably in the military and you do apply that now in uh, private practice. Is there any one big lesson on perseverance or tenacity that you want uh, transitioning military leaders or entrepreneurs to take away with them from, uh, from this lesson today? Yeah, uh, when you think you've exhausted all possibilities, you haven't. Mm. Right. So give it another try. Yes. Right. That's tenacity. Do not be deterred. Okay. If you know what success looks like, don't accept anything less than achieving it. Mm. And that may mean long hours. And that may mean focus at the exclusion of some other things. But that may just be temporary. Right. Until you reach your goal. Yes. Uh, and then you have a whole new set of options. Wow, that is so great. Well, thank you so much, Paul, for enlightening us with such, such powerful, powerful lessons on tenacity. Teamwork, tenacity, tone, and just get all those three to complete that triangle and you'll be well on your way to success as a leader. We are so blessed to have that. And, and so uh, our last thing here for you, uh, Paul, is to just let everybody know about uh, T3. I mean, your, your awesome business uh, that you have. Uh, please tell everybody how to find you, you know, where to contact you or anything you want us to know about the T3 organization. Thank you, Patrick. I'm on all social media sites. My website is thebeckert3group.com. Uh, it has all my contact information there, but uh, I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram as well on some variation of the Becker T3 group as well. Uh, I have a, a full plate of teaching leadership at the U.S. Naval Academy, still supporting the Department of Defense and the intelligence community. Uh, working with our Center for Navy Analysis. Yes. Uh, and as a public speaker uh, and keynote presenter, I talk about how teamwork, tone, tenacity apply to the corporate pillars mm -hmm. of productivity, performance, and profit. Yes. So I make that link, right, from the battlefield to the boardroom yes. you know, and try and bring successful lessons that I learned uh, afloat, ashore, in peacetime crisis and combat, you know, to the corporate structure of America today. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Paul. It's been great. Everybody, so we've heard from retired Rear Admiral 
Paul Becker, he's the man with teamwork, tone, and tenacity. You've heard it, and we want you to keep track of that. Uh, go to his sites, link up with him. He would love to talk to you. And as always, you've heard of some of these things before on our podcast or uh, very well also on social media. We're talking about making sure that you subscribe to the 52 essential qualities and attributes of an organizational leader. We have it in bookstores everywhere. We want you to be a part of that. Get that book. Learn more about leadership qualities. We want you to excel. So until next time, remember to lead the change. Take care and be well. Bye-bye. Well, global leaders, Thank you for listening to this episode of the Global Reach Leadership Forum. If you have learned something today, please like us on Facebook. Visit our website at www.globalreachleaders.com to leave a comment or a question and share this episode with others. Until next week, remember to lead the change. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.